This is episode 111 of Just Because the Human Experience podcast. I'm Michael Lobo. Now we've come to the end. We've played their game of presenting and then being told that being LGBTQ is a choice. As a person who identifies as pansexual myself and the number of you've just pushed so many people away by saying that it's a choice, by not acknowledging who they are and how they were born. Especially the straight brothers who are allies and respect those other brothers of the GBTQ community. Started taking things public because the official channels and meetings and voting didn't work. But I wanna talk about the workshop that they had on June 27th. Myself and a few of the other Arizona brothers were on there and some of our critiques were, there was no acknowledgement of the actual core issue at hand of discrimination. That's being held for a second one, second workshop. Everyone's cameras were off, so you don't know who was actually listening. There's no accountability. So how do you have something be mandatory for actives? Pretty sure it was, I hope it was, but they don't have cameras on. You don't know if they just, they locked in and they left. There were inappropriate conversations about penises at one point that had nothing to do with the workshop. It just seemed like a band-aid to try to appease Zeta chapter in saying, hey, look, we're open-minded. We had a workshop, see, we're cool. We accept you guys. And then during it, during Pride Month, you just feel like you're pandering, really, which we touched on, I'm pretty sure, in the first two episodes. I do hope that the brothers who were there did listen and get something out of it. But as far as us here in the Arizona chapter, we felt it was, it was very elementary. And sure, not everyone knows everything, right? There's always something new you could learn. We were just disappointed and thought the idea of discrimination and how to be an ally would be touched on. I hope, Regan, you all follow through in having a second workshop. I would like to listen in and attend to see if it actually works. Also, I feel like it should be said because I feel like a lot of brothers will take these episodes in the wrong way. We don't hate the fraternity. We hope the people in charge change because I love this organization, I love this family. And because I love it, I'm calling it out for the bullshit it's pulled. And you should do that if it's something, if something you love has gone out of line. We shouldn't sit silently and just let it go astray. Our problem is with the person at the top and the people following him. They've made discrimination normal in our org, and that's not right. Thank you if you've taken time to listen to all three of these episodes. Well, this one's not even done yet, so <laughs> strap it on. Strap it on? Strap it in? Not sure. If, you li- if you've listened to all three, if you listened to two out of three, if even if you've listened to one, thank you for your time. Please don't reach out to me or the others, though, about these episodes if you haven't listened to at least one. Take the time to listen to us. I was taught, and I still teach, education, strength, and respect because of this fraternity. So please, show the same for us. Fix it. Fix the fraternity. You didn't want to listen to us, so now the world is listening to us. I don't like to say never as far as whether or not this chapter is completely done. For now, it looks like it will be. It is done. And it sucks because I've given so much in these past 10 years for this fraternity. Me and my my sans, the people I joined with, the brothers who came after us. We've just given so much to try to give this fraternity a good name. To see it break apart is an absolute shame. And I hope this motivates you. I'm sure it'll anger you, but I hope with whatever you're feeling, it motivates you to change things. 
I'm gonna go drink now. I think the next thing is they wanted to have a, a candlelight or the next summit in the spring 2020. When I was on the NGB board, they kept trying to plan on coming down here so they could recruit more brothers because you already know they're just trying to find a straight little man and all the brothers that they want, recruit them in the Arizona chapter. So they weren't just trying to do summit. They were trying to do multiple events here mm. as well as they were trying to do multiple events at NAU not NAU, U of A, to get that chapter restarted. Because I'm pretty sure they knew that the Arizona chapter was basically about to try to get the fuck away from them. So they needed a backup chapter. Yeah, they tried to plan, basically, in my opinion, a takeover of Arizona and putting it into their own hands because they knew that, at this point, they lost us as a chapter. And a lot of what I was hearing from what you would share or what the other brothers would share is that, and and I even heard it too with, with the Cali brothers was, well, we're trying to reach out to you guys and you guys are, are throwing a fit and you guys are getting upset. So really this is on you guys. Cause we're trying. And I go, you don't kick someone in the nuts and then you, you put out your hand to help them up. And I don't take your hand. I'm not going to take you. Just kick me in the fucking nuts. You just shit on these Neos who I've, I've told you this before. Alumni was coming out to see you guys who haven't shown up in years and you guys, I could tell, were genuinely motivated to recruit, to do events. And we're like, oh, my God, we don't have to really be on their ass. And then they came in, GB came in, and then shit on you guys. And now you guys, rightfully so, and I totally agree, don't want to be active. And a lot of alumni agree. say that right when we entered, they started shitting on us, like, instantly. They, they so- shit on Meraki and T-Rex. You guys were just getting the the downpour of of shit. Of the they shit. They us. shit on me and prophetic, and then they shit on Archangel, and then they shit on you guys. So I guess we all in the shit bath. So we're on the shit bath together. That was <laughs> that was what I kept hearing was, well, we're trying, we're trying, and you guys are upset. And they keep, and I want to keep installing this as well, as well as the person would say that we left the table. Oh yeah. Oh my god. He will that, always insist this. You guys leave the table. You guys leave the table. No, we don't want to keep hearing your dumbass excuses and when bullshit. You're, when you're serving shit sandwiches, we're leaving the table. I mean, what do you want us to do? There's only so much people can take when, you, when you're sitting there saying, your identity doesn't matter. Your identity is a choice. And you're choosing to do this. Your thing is not an art form. It's like the KKK. Of course, we're going to leave the fucking table. Why would we sit there? So they canceled whatever the summit or the takeover or whatever it was i think and then they even said well it's because you guys refused to to help us yeah they were canceling because we didn't want to go to the candlelight and we was like none of us will be showing up but you could still have it if you want to you would totally come out here (laughs) you could totally come out here and have it and i was like you can come out here and have it but we ain't going none of us are showing i literally told them that when we were showing up they were talking Mm -hmm. about it i was like None of Zeta will be showing up. We don't want to be there. Nope. We ain't dealing with this bullshit and your fake ass sorries. We ain't dealing with it. And then they continue to try to still book the thing, thinking that we're going. I was like, I promise you, no one's going to show up. And then that's when they stopped trying. March 2nd was our fraternity's founding day. 
the undergrad, well, usually chapters or, or fraternities and sororities, they post something on their founder's day. Happy founder's day. And then we're awesome. So we didn't post anything as a, as a group on March 3rd, the next day, there was a social media post that we all kind of helped with posted on the chapter Instagram. So I'll come out and say that it was my idea. Well, it was both of our ideas, kind of, but... Yeah, I was I was so happy when you said it. And I was like, yes, yes. And say this. Oh, yeah. Fucking <laughs> fuck the system. Like, I was, I, I was like, I'm not an undergrad, so I can't decide this. And then when you said, hey, I kind of feel like posting something along this, this idea of just calling out the fraternity, I said, fucking do it. If it's yeah. coming from your heart, why not? I felt very uncomfortable about celebrating a fraternity that didn't even want to celebrate me and I actually put hate onto my own self. I also told them, I was like, I don't feel comfortable. I feel like we should talk about all the shit that they've been putting us through and basically basically go off and tell the world what we're going through and show how horrible this fraternity is, except Zeta chapter, because this is the only fucking sunshine in this damn shit storm. So when doing this, we basically made a whole letter onto it. I still have a fucking letter, so I will be reading that letter because it's on my Twitter and I still have it pinned onto my Twitter. Oh, that shit's staying up there until they correct their shit. So this is what we said. We said, as many people know, March 2nd is Epsilon Sigma Rho Founders Day. And as many people noticed, nothing was posted in celebration of this day. The brother of Zeta Chapter would like to address the reason on why this day was refused to be celebrated. Since the crossing of our spring 2019 line, our neophytes have constantly faced discrimination, belittling, and persecution based on their connection to the LGBTQ community from our natural governing board. After months of back and forth conversation between Zeta Chapter and the national governing board about us hosting a drag show and whether it will count as being being multicultural and even at one point it being compared to the KKK, the undergrads with the support of the alumni decided to go inactive. The chapter was constantly told to recruit more straight men so that not everyone identifies as gay, even though you don't have to be gay to be to do drag, and that being gay is a choice. We want to celebrate the brothers of Epic Zeta chapter and those who support us for their work to make change in their belief in being open-minded in the acceptance of all, especially all of those who are currently or previously have dealt with the persecution of over being part of the LGBTQ community. Mm-hmm. In which, when this happened, we post this on there, instantly all the brothers started going, blowing up my phone as well as Effie's phone, basically going off saying that we're lying about the chapter, we're basically being rude, we're slandering their name. I got threatened by Extreme himself, threatening me, saying that I will sue you guys for slandering the fraternity name over this. And this is where I'm about to start. This is when all the exposing happened. When this all happened, that whole day, I cried because Extreme basically belittled me and basically talked down to me the whole day, saying that I was lying, I was trying to talk dirty about the name of Epsilon Simaro. I was just dragging them through the dirt. I was a rogue brother and that I was acting on my own and that he was going to take away my letters and basically make my life a hell. At this point, I snapped. I'm not even going to lie. I fucking snapped. No, I snapped. And I still snap until this day. I am an angry black man and I will admit it with him. 
I am an angry black man because basically I called him out on his all his bullshit about him basically with this drag show, about him basically promising because he first did promise. He didn't say maybe. He first promised saying that they will vote yes. He admitted that he was wrong in every single way. Throughout arguing, I have missed class because of that whole situation. Oh, so I argued with him basically that whole day, literally breaking down crying. My roommate's literally asking me, like, what's going on? Why are you dealing with this bullshit? My roommate, my own roommate, he only knew me this year, has been trying to convince me to drop my letters because of the amount of bullshit that he hears from Extreme. He heard all the dumb shit you were saying, all the dumb shit, and was agreeing that all the shit that she was saying was dumb and idiotic and just stupid. That whole day, basically, he threatened me, basically said that he assumed me like he did with the social club, anti-social club, or whatever they called it. Afterlife social club. So yeah, Julio yeah. started um, just a group of brothers hanging out. No harm, no harm in it, but Regan felt threatened because brothers were actually hanging out with Julio, who was the former president. He bought the LLC and he, like, he threatened rising. and threw his power around. He was starting to sue me and everything. And then he went even going as far as contacting ASU, trying to get our chapter shut down, going as far as contacting ASU, trying to get me in trouble with the, with the college. Mm-hmm. That I am a perfect A and B student. Everyone knows my name in my school. Everyone knows I have been a creative fellow. That's a leadership position within that school. Everyone knows that I have been a senator for RHA. Like, I'm a good student. Don't try to get me in trouble for my, with my school for, because I'm standing up for my rights and everything that I am. He went then going farther saying we have to give up our social media account to him. And we have to give that to him. And we can't post on there anymore and everything. Then try to force us to say we need to get being active and then do our pillars or something like that. And we need to stop doing all this bullshit. So there's these pillars that 0.5 brothers have to complete to be considered full brothers. And it's, it's supposed to test the new brothers jacking off motion um, <laughs> for people listening to make sure they get it. But I thought that's what the process was for. So why do we have another tiny process? process? Sure. But yeah, this is sort of where part of the root came from. Because when I was reading with you guys, the Multicultural Night Pillar, it said you must hold an event that promotes multicultural awareness. So we thought, oh, a drag show. But they said, no, that it's supposed to be Multicultural Night. And I said, that's not the wording you guys have to change the wording if that's what you mean. But since that's not the wording, and until it's changed, this is what we are doing. We're having a drag show. And then it became this whole, being gay is a choice. We can't do drag. And it avalanched into this thing. So yeah, I the social media post, we eventually gave up the chapter Instagram. And I, I think that that's really telling of he's supposedly, he's supposedly the president, but you can't figure out how to talk to someone. These people are upset. And your first reaction is, I'm going to sue you. Do it my way. You didn't even try to. Okay, whatever. All right. It's because we left the table. I forgot. What table? There was no table there. <laughs> Ain't no tables in the bathroom. That's when, oh, what's that brother's name? Lucid? And that's when I had the body. Yes, Lucid. Then Lucid started hopping into our DMs. This is this would be interesting because I I talked to Lucid 
And from from my perspective, I I don't know. I still I don't know what happened with you guys. He sounded like a young brother who agreed with us, but was like, now's not the time to try to fight because there's too many old heads in control. That doesn't give it the right. In oh no, it doesn't. I'm just saying he he seemed okay to me, but I want to hear what happened with you. The whole reason why I'm not going to agree with that and say that he's okay because he still sat there silently as we still got shitted on. Mm. And that's the whole reason why I'm not agreeing with that. Because that's just like the whole, once again, I'm going to refer back to the Black Lives Matters. Just like if you just sit in there listening to your family talk shit about African-Americans, but then you want to act a certain way in front of them, that makes you as bad as the enemy because you are watching it happen to someone else not saying nothing. Mm -hmm. So I still count you as bad for that because, mm -hmm. and I told this for multiple brothers. So Lucy, you ain't the only one. I told multiple brothers about this. If you choose to stay silent and not speak when we speak, then you are not on my side because you are just watching as I'm taking the punches for you, but you ain't trying to take punches for me. So my whole point is I'm going to be still calling him out a little because he was still silent during this whole situation. I would say there's one person, no, two people that I know that spoke out. Three. Mm -hmm. Three in total that I know who spoke out. And I will, when they know their names, they know who I'm talking about, and they know they're in my good books. But mm -hmm. my whole thing is, Lucid started blowing up DJ and Loki kind of being disrespectful and I would say degrading in a way. I don't know the correct word for towards... DJ's LGBTQ connection to him and was really um, disrespectful in a way about it, like all the other brothers. Then when DJ blocked him and told him not to call him anymore, then he calls me, started doing the same thing because what was I doing? I was planning my own 21st birthday party and he yelled at me talking about, oh, you're not supposed to be doing anything with the letters. If the letters are involved, you shouldn't be doing it, blah, blah, blah. When I was planning my 21st, yes, it was my 21st birthday what? party. But yes, I put out my 21st poster for my birthday party and I was sending it to all the LSGs and the LSGs were turning around as well as I was putting it all over all my social media. He called saying, if you are doing anything for the turning, you cannot do it. As long as you are inactive, you are not allowed to do anything with the fraternity. You can't wear the letters, you can't walk around in the letters, you can't do none of that. You can't host events to it. And the reason why I bring up this is because the first thing he asked when I get onto the phone is what are you doing and I was like what are you talking about he's like why are you guys trying to hold an event and I was like we're not holding an event what are you talking about and he was like well I just saw you post an event I was like are you talking about my 21st birthday party that is being hosted by me not uh -huh. through the fraternity through me this is just a bigger tree on top of it and I'm saying this to anyone if you weren't standing by us and saying stuff with us you are in the same books as everyone else. Now, I'm putting that up straight honest. If I didn't hear shit from you or heard anything saying, hey, you know you're right, you're in the same books. They wanted us to host the next conference. They were like, yeah, you guys can celebrate your 10-year anniversary and blah, 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 and all that, or, or a whole bunch of different stuff. They're like, we could figure all that stuff out and like do something for that and everything else in between all of that. We were still officially-ish active as a chapter, I feel like we fully, 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 like, I think really went inactive as a chapter. Probably, I want to say March-ish, like around that same time. Because remember, because I thought, if I'm not mistaken, in February, 
that's when they were like, well, we're moving the next conference to whatever it is because y'all don't want to host. And so you guys, and they were saying like, we were sitting here trying to work things out and end this situation, but you guys are being uncooperative. And we're like, oh, we're being uncooperative. Let's show you how uncooperative we are. Let's be inactive. To go back a little, why did you guys not, or why did you not want to cooperate with them wanting to come over here and hold a leadership summit? This is my personal reasons is because me and my stands have been talking about how eager and excited we were about recruitment, trying to see if we could recruit people, getting new brothers, building on our lineage, you know, doing these different things. And then I heard about them wanting to host conference. And then I heard about them saying they wanted to host events on campus. They said that we were going to have to be their liaisons to host like events and book rooms and different things like that. And I'm like, okay, that's fine and dandy, I guess. I was like, I mean, y'all don't, y'all ain't really cooperate with us, but I mean, I guess that's fine. And like, you know, fine and dandy. I was like, that would have been fine and dandy if we weren't at the situation we're at now. Out of nowhere. I remember we were, I think we were at like an MGC event or we were at, I think we were at a recruitment event for some, another org and we were just stopping by or whatever. We were talking about like recruitment or different things like that and talking about how we were possibly going to have our conference here for our national thing or whatever. And then it finally dawned on me, like as we were walking away from that event, that recruitment event, I was like, y'all, Am I not mistaken or am I not tripping, but were we not told by Regan or whoever it was or whoever was told on the phone that we need to start recruiting more heterosexual brothers into our chapter? Fuck that. They're not coming to our school. Fuck that. They're like, wait, what, what do you mean? I was like, because they expect us to set up events, host halls, host all this stuff for them. They think they slick. I'm not stupid. Y'all think, oh, we're going to come out here didn't fix our issues, help reactivate the chapter. No, y'all think y'all finna sit here and systemically ensue this heterosexual headhunt for freaking new members while y'all are out here. To be like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, bro, these are the bros. This is, yeah, this is the rose. Like, this is how we get down, take the bitches, getting drunk, blah, 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 blah. Period. No. For mm-hmm. me, I was like, this looks like another tactic of mental warfare. I was like, this literally looks like another situation where he's gonna be like, oh yeah, we're here to love y'all and accept y'all and figure out these whole situations. But then as soon as nine something like as soon as and I, I don't know something and was in my gut was because there was a note and like someone saying that we needed to recruit more heterosexual individuals i felt like with bro- those brothers like with some of those like like-minded brothers being out here there was nothing that was going to stop them to from trying to recruit pe- actively recruit people oh bros where the party's at blah, 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 blah. they're trying to recruit people because because even sparrow and sam told me he's like that's literally how we used to recruit get drop with people recruit them get mm-hmm. dropped like what parties recruit them oh someone's throwing up hey you good blah, blah, blah. if you had a bro you know if you had a big bro you wouldn't be stuck here throwing up by yourself but blah, 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 blah. that seems really predatory like yeah what that's almost <laughs> la 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 <laughs> right uh, so yeah that's why i was just like i don't think that's gonna be a good gonna be a good idea i was like something about it just didn't sit right with me i was like that idea i was like i hate to make the, this assumption like you know Every, you know, me being the person I am, I like to give people the benefit of the doubt, but based off of the evidence I've seen, y'all behaviors, thoughts, actions, and words all match up align the same closed-minded, toxic, individual, like, you know, behaviors. And who's to say that y'all changed out of nowhere? Y'all are just going to be, we're all going to cooperate. Fine. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're so accepting all of a sudden. Another thing, too, and something I also thought about, too here we go main thing too we thought about is we didn't want to cooperate because like we said for recruitment wise we weren't sure we wanted to bring anybody else into this shit show that we called a fraternity because the simple fact of the matter is i i, I can't, i'm not going to speak for you know rode or um aj like Bubba or aj's experience for me i felt like it was and this is nothing to say of 
the epic Zeta chapter, like from, I guess from the outside looking in, it would look like, oh, I was brought in to this situation thinking it was one thing just to get slapped in the face with something else. No, I was brought into a genuine family and support system in the epic Zeta chapter. It's just that like any, you know, like a lot of families, you know, there's lines drawn. There's definitely like different personalities. And I'm like, okay, so y'all stay over there. You know, mm-hmm. that stay in Kentucky, go over there, you know, stay over in the hope, go in the hinterlands. You're fine. Yeah, I think that was really, like, the big thing that I didn't... That was, like, why I didn't want to cooperate, because I was just, like, it's just too much. Especially seeing as how I had, like, queer friends that were, like, oh, my gosh, like, you're in a fraternity, that's so cool. Like, oh, you have queer brothers? Like, that's amazing. Like, do y'all go out? Like, do y'all hang out? Like, do y'all actually say, I'm like, yeah, like, we keep in contact. We have multiple different group chats. Like, we try to meet up as much as we can. Like, it's, you know, it's actually a genuine family. When I also, in that same coin, I was like, I don't want... I was like, I'm going to be... I'm going to have to be upfront with you. I don't know if you're going to like the rest of the brothers in this fraternity. Mm-hmm. I was like, our chapter is great. And it's like, and it was like, and at the end of the day, you don't have to hang out or, in, or incorporate yourself or even associate really yourself with anybody in California. I was like, but the fact of the matter is it's like, it sucks. That's what it has to come to. Like, like my big bro was saying that when he founded this chapter, it was to be an extension of the family from California to Arizona and seeing as how there's like a giant moat with a 26 foot drawbridge on it. Like, it doesn't seem like it's possible now nor nor anytime in the future i remember when you you brought that up i fully agreed how can you how can we tell got interests how open-minded we are how multicultural we are how accepting we are and then there's this huge shit side you can't do that you have to accept the whole house the whole thing that's built you would feel guilty inviting someone in and then having them make that choice. Be, it'd be different if it was just Cali Brothers or GB or Regan doesn't like drag. But when they started making official rules, they started making legislation about it, discriminating and knocking things down and identity, that, when, that's when it's too far. You and I would talk and I, I, if I remember correctly, you would express like you, you, you'd feel bad because the chapter's maybe dying, right? And I remember yeah. I told you, if this is how it ends, I'm fine with it. Like we found each other. There's nothing that they can change if we're not an active chapter. If they want to strip our letters, uh, we still we still have each other, and we still love each other. And drop of a drop of a hat, we'll still be there for each other. And there's nothing that could change that. I'm fine with it being like this. The social media post. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. AJ, I would say with our encouragement posted something on the, yeah, the chapter Instagram, basically calling out the fraternity, right? What did you see and hear that day on your side? Basically, it was, I had a, heard a lot. I heard a lot of mixed responses. So I had a lot of people that were just like, oh my gosh, because like, of course, as soon as I seen it, I reposted it on my Twitter, on my drag Instagram, on my drag Twitter, everywhere. Like I was reposting the fuck out of it. Cause I'm like, yes. Yeah, it was supposed to be our Founders Day and we were supposed to be celebrating, but why celebrate something you're not proud of being in because of X, Y, and Z? So here's X, Y, and Z. There you go, Instagram, Twitter, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Like, this is the reason why. Literally, so many people have asked us, why are you guys not doing anything for Founders Day? Are you guys not having an event? Blah, 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 blah. And it's like, here you go. This is the reason why. Y'all were wondering why we weren't celebrating. Here it is. Part of it felt really liberating because it was just like, huh. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter. Like, th- we're going to tell our story. Nothing you can say nor do is going to tell, uh, keep us from telling our story and telling our truth. Because this is how it happened, how we experienced it, and how we felt throughout the whole situation. 
a lot of people, like I said, there was mixed responses because a lot of people were like, oh my gosh, y'all released it. This is amazing. Like, we're behind you 100%. Like, I remember within the first hour, AJ was saying he had like 30, 40, 50 retweets, you know, different things going on of things really getting shared out and stuff. I remember I shared it. I remember it was really crazy because uh, I love, I'm not going to say my influence, my platform and like who I've gotten to in across mingle with and stuff online and in person, I even got it like the post into the hands and under the eyes of a couple different RuPaul's Drag Race queens and I didn't even know. Yeah, like, because the thing is, is I'm friends on Twitter with one of the recent winners of season 11 RuPaul's Drag Race, Evie Oddly. I'm friends with her drag daughter, or Kalila Day on it's, uh, Twitter. And so we were like messaging back and forth and I sent her the post and she was like, no way, like blah, 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 blah. You know, she was like, yeah, so if you can like send it to people, you know, send it out, probably repost it or whatever. And I remember like, it like things just started blowing up. Like, cause she had posted, I think she had, if not reposted it, she had commented under it and then like pinned it on her post for like on her page for a couple days. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was just crazy. Like, uh, you know, to have that amount of mixed response of like oh my gosh it's really really great it's really great great like we're here to support you to speak your truth don't be afraid you know do what you can stand up for what's right then we flip the page and we have everything that scenes in our working between um our quote-unquote brothers and we literally were just met with like instantly we're met in the same group chat of neos like not i wouldn't attack for lack of better words, I guess, would be attacked because it instantly was, it was like an instant go off of just a situation of like someone had remembered said like, y'all were way out of line for posting that on Instagram. Like, why are y'all posting that all over social media and different things? Yes. So here I go. So one of the Neos from Alpha Chapter, sorry, I wanted to scroll and make sure I found it. March 4th at 2.10 p.m., Camo from Alpha Chapter was like, bro, why did y'all post that on your inst- uh, on your Instagram? It makes the fraternity whole- as a whole look hella bad. Come on, bro. We earned these letters. Don't tarnish the name. Okay. So AJ's like, well, why didn't you stand up for us when we were being targeted? He said, you act like it was a unanimous decision against you and it was a pretty close vote. And I that's when I was about ready to jump in because I'm like, where was it a close vote? Because I'm pretty sure there was no documentation ever saying it was a close vote. There was never a documentation of who all voted on this situation. If there was anybody that was in support, I can guarantee you no one spoke up when there was an opportunity to speak up. So that's when AJ is like, but yeah, we are still the only ones speaking and defending the idea. Voting doesn't mean shit if you ain't got the actual support and voice to say to say what you know. And that's not, and he's like, and you know that's not cool. And yeah. he's like, things weren't as cut and dry as that and you guys know it. And I do have the voice. I'm telling you right now what you posted wasn't cool. I was like, oh, so we want to get bossy. Like we want to try and call ourselves reinforcing. Like, no, you think you're going to reinforce this point, but you have none. Like, boo, mm-hmm. you have none. He was like, yeah, the thing you've been doing already, and it is that if you actually called and talked to us about the drag show or anything, you will know information and why we were hosting it, plus the benefits. But if y'all were focused on, I was like, but what you, all y'all are focused on are a man in a dress. OMG, that's so not heterosexual. So then we had a Neo from Theta jump in and was like, I don't know if I'm targeted, but that was a thing. But that was a thing raised by older brothers. And in the way, and in a way, they gave you guys a platform to talk, and older brothers actually saw to oh to reason after Effie presented his letter. I feel like they would be coming around more if you guys also did the presentation, but that didn't happen. But y'all shouldn't be down because of what oh, because of that. We still brothers and as a brotherhood, we should work things out, but not butt heads. Everything has been being everything that has being done has no constructive meaning in my opinion. We can definitely work together, but that goes both ways. Another thing than Nia. Yeah, see, you know what I'm saying? It's just a whole bunch of, like, everybody's trying to tell us how to react, how to act, how to handle our situation, how to explain and, like, execute our feelings. 
where is this so-called policing and forcing out with y'all? I think y'all get to pop off and say whatever the fuck y'all want at, y'all, at the mouth of y'all. Like I said, going back to that phone call, from what I was told, they were like, oh, well, last time I checked, drag is a man dressing like a woman or trying to be a woman, pass himself off as a woman. And if there was, and if somebody was sitting here in our letters, we wouldn't let a woman be in our letters now, would we? We wouldn't let a woman wear our letters. And I remember Dr. Bubba got pissed off and was like, um, excuse me, hold on. Do we not, do we or do we not have a fully post-op uh-huh. female mother? So what y'all gonna do, go take her letters? Then, <laughs> like then who try. really does it? Right, like then, then who's like you know what I'm saying? Like then who's really out here saying that y'all are so open-minded? Because y'all just put y'all foot, whoever that was, just put their foot in their mouth talking about something. Well, we would never let a woman wear our letters. Okay, so then when Mystique opened up about being openly transgender, what y'all say? I did, you, you're dis, you're disbanded. You have to take strip your letters and give us back our stuff. Don't think so. And they're like, well, what's your end goal? Why are y'all doing this? Y'all are just being dramatic and having an attitude. And we're like, no, it's the fact of the matter is, is that y'all are continuously trying to suppress our voices and our legitimate um, presence in this fraternity. Y'all kind of keep trying to sit here and sweep us under the rug as if we do not exist, as if we do not have the potential to make one great change, but also two, add great contributions to this freaking fraternity. They're privileged. They don't have anything that they're attacked on. There's this thing, this drag show. Oh my God, what the hell is that? They shit on us for, from June to March. And then they act like we're just throwing a fit. Right. We're, just, we're just throwing a fit. It pissed me off because uh, my Sans and I worked really hard for 10 years to recruit really open-minded, really loving, good people. And then to see you guys get shit on and dragged through like that, just pissed me the fuck off to still hear brothers, even newer brothers, like you're saying from the other chapters, I'm done. I don't give a damn. You guys obviously don't get it. You just think we're throwing a fit over this. Oh, they didn't let us do it. That's not what it is. This is morally wrong. Did you have any more about like that social media, that post that day? Oh, but I was going to say the thing about, um, them were saying like, oh, well, then now we're going to try and have a rehashing oh, yes. of the education. And we would love to have Effie not only come and present, but possibly perform for a couple of our chapters to help understand and re to like immerse. Oh, I didn't you know, know this. Well, I don't know if it was like perform, but they were basically saying they wanted me to be influential with like the whole education part. And like, I don't know if they wanted me to present or perform or whatever it was. But I remember AJ was telling me that they like wanted me to do something with that LGBT like education thing. I'm not y'all token. I'm not y'all show monkey. I'm not about to see it. Oh my gosh. Like it was, I think it was in our Facebook group chat when someone sent in a screenshot and it was like, oh, I tried to invite, I was trying to invite Zeta to come do this and see if Kathy would do it. Oh yeah. Active, can't do it anymore or whatever. And I'm like, you're damn right. Cause I'm not about to be tokenized. Oh, how, yeah. how convenient all of a sudden. Oh no, Effie can't do it now. Bitch, you weren't ever going to invite him. Shut the hell up. Today, right? June 23rd. You had a conversation with Regan, right? How did that go? So he called me at 9.36, which don't ever call me again that early. I was asleep. And I didn't answer. I texted him saying that I'm getting ready for my modeling and I didn't feel like dealing with bullshit. Um, he calls me. He's like, oh, I would just want to update you on what's all happening on Saturday. Before this happens, I want us to have a meeting. I talked to all of the presidents of the chapters, and we're having an NGB meeting. It's not like a formal thing. It's just you're going to get in there, and I'm going to just make sure that they talk. 
you talk to them about what's being discussed at this workshop, which first, I don't get why the fuck they need to figure out what they're getting discussed about at this workshop, because you will learn when you get to that workshop. The whole reason I'm going to tell her about it is because I don't want to talk to them about it. Second of all, he then signed me up to speak at this meeting. He then signed me up for this meeting today, not asking me, oh, are you busy? Like, oh, am I intruding? Like, do you need this on another fucking day? No, he asked me on my day off when I already have plans to fucking do a meeting with the fraternity after I already told him I'm not talking with them and I'm inactive. So why are you trying to sign me up for something that I'm not active to do? So just to catch everybody up. So Saturday, June 26th is going to be a LGBTQ workshop discussion presented by well, the fraternity and someone is, they got someone to speak. And so they wanted you to what jump on a meeting. How, what time was the meeting? And then how much time in advance did you know? Yeah, this was all today. He did not call, not text, not even ask. He just straight up signed me up. Like I wanted to do that. Well, like an um, hour or two so before. I called him around like six nineteen. He rambled on about LGBTQ and black lives matter all leading up to, I know you and Effie are tired being an African-American in the LGBTQ that you guys are tired and you don't want to educate people, but you guys should still be educating. When he said that, I swear to God, I wanted to put my hand through that phone and just slap the fucking black off of him. After that, he then went going talking to him about like the whole meeting and how the meeting is going to be happening and how he wants to discuss and he just kept and this is why I know this is extreme and it pisses me the fuck off because every time when he does this, this is how I know he fucking lies and the whole reason why I just don't fucking like talking to him about it because at this point, if I could tell that you're lying, you need to get better at lying. But um, he basically was stretching so fucking hard saying, oh yeah, I already talked to all the presidents. They're all excited for you to be coming on to this meeting and talking about it. And don't worry, we have one gay... And this is the fucking thing that pisses me the fuck off. What? No, what? It's not even that he said it's the one gay brother up on there, so you won't be alone. It's the whole fucking reason that you felt like you need to bring that the fuck up. Like, why do you feel like you need to convince me by saying, oh, we have one gay brother on there, so you don't need to fucking worry? That pissed me the fuck off, and I was about to go the fuck off on you. Don't ever, ever. And I mean this to God himself. Don't cross the fucking line. Don't even try to think about it. Don't even use that as your last card to draw out your motherfucking deck because I'm not dealing with that. Don't ever try to say, oh, there's a gay guy so you don't have to worry. I don't give a fuck about that gay guy and not giving a fuck about not worrying. If you want to sign me the fuck up with something, don't do it. You better speak to me. I am an adult. I have my own life. I have my own motherfucking plans. Don't do that. Using a gay guy as a convince or as a, oh, he'll be good if I say there's a gay guy, that doesn't make me give two shits. I don't know that gay guy. That gay guy is a stranger on the motherfucking street to me. I don't know, Kyle. Who the fuck is Kyle? Thank you. I'm sorry for laughing. That is so fucking ridiculous. I'm so sorry for laughing. But No, that's laughable. That's that's why it irritates me because that's just a laughable thing to say. Like, oh, don't worry. We have a gay person on chat. You can have fucking... You can have the whole queer eye. That doesn't mean I'm going to get on there because it's Obama. You can I don't have give a, a fuck about that. 
You're going to have a unicorn shitting rainbows on the call as we speak. That does not make it. That does it not be make Beyonce it. on there. I'll be shocked that he got Beyonce on there, but I'll still say I don't give a fuck. I'm still getting off that call because it's Beyonce, but <laughs> shit. Granted, you are defeating the brothers of that <laughs> I'm whole sorry. <laughs> you shouldn't have picked Beyonce. But uh, my whole point is, first, everyone knows I have social anxiety, and I don't like being put on the spot for shit. Second, don't don't ever volunteer someone to do something when you don't know what's going on in their life. You don't know what I was going through. You don't even know if I have work tonight. Mm-hmm. Don't ever volunteer someone to do that. And third of all, you're going to have them do something. Even when it came to events, they don't need to fucking know what they're learning at workshop. They need to go to figure the fuck out. If I'm telling them that now, they're not going to fucking show up. Cause guess what? They're going to know what it is and be like, well, you told us what it is. So why do we need to go show up? That's just, it's just rude. First off, it wasn't like he was just saying, hey, there's a meeting with all the presidents. You're attending. He didn't even ask you, one, the day of or hour or whatever before. And then he's asking asking you to present or whatever to do this thing. So you're not even just like sitting in the meeting. You're actually facilitating something. And then why do you have to facilitate? You're not a movie trailer. You're not telling them what the movie's about. Just go see the fucking movie. Get the fuck out of here. And the thing is, why the fuck are you asking me about what's going on in this program when I'm not even running the motherfucking program? I'm not so, even going to be there. I have work. So he, so what I did he ask you exactly? You better go ask the lady who's actually planning the motherfucking program. Why are you asking me? What did he ask you to present? Tell us every topic that you guys are talking about at the workshop. What? Shelly? We're so sorry, okay. Shelly. You got dragged into this. First time when I called her, I said, I'm so sorry that he brought you into this shit. I yeah. Said, I'm not even going to lie. I was so like, you... I apologize that he brought you into this bullshit. Okay, wait. I didn't know you talked to her. <laughs> yeah, I talked to her. She was like, what's going on? And I explained the whole drama. And, what did and I was she... like, I apologize that he involved you into this bullshit because this is... And she was like, oh, okay, well, let me figure out some stuff. Send me some stuff about your fraternity. And I sent her the computer the page draw fraternity thing. And I was like, this is really all I could really find about the fraternity stuff. I can't give out. What was the vibe you got from her? How did she receive everything? Because when I first talked to her, I was trying to talk her out of it. I was like, don't even do this. Like, they're just, we don't even want to deal with them anymore. Like, at this point, we're okay with being inactive and being good. So, I mean, she was like, no, like, I want to make change. I don't want to give up before even starting. Man, I remember when I had that attitude. <laughs> and the difference is we've been dealing with it for a year, well, right? And she just, and they just emailed her or whatever. You said something in the in the group chat about, he said, drag isn't masculine oh, yes. or... He started talking about, because I brought up the whole drag show, and he keeps stretching this whole fucking thing about, oh, well... The drag show won't pass, and that's what all the brothers think is that it's not masculine enough. So right when he said that, I was like, okay, but what's wrong with being feminine? Last time I checked, now I'm going to be honest, sometimes my dad, he could be feminine. But even though he's feminine, he still will go and fuck a girl. Like, just because you a guy don't mean you need to be masculine. Just because you have a Thank man you. or you start with an M as man doesn't mean that you need to get that same M in masculine. It doesn't mean the fucking same thing. Masculine and feminine, those are just things that we all have within us. 
everyone has their own range of feminine and masculine. Shit, I'm round nails. Does that mean that I'm beyond gay? I'm gay, yes. So beat up a motherfucking dude if I gotta beat up a motherfucking dude. We had a, a masculinity forum. I think I had six or eight guys up there. There was a veteran, there was an athlete, there was a gay man, a bisexual man, a married man, a single man. And even just years after, well, to me, femininity and masculinity are just these ideas society has made up to categorize things. Yes. Football is not masculine. Football is a sport. Nails are not, to me, feminine. It's just a style choice. It's what you're feeling. And so to say, oh, we have to be masculine. Then what? It, tell, please tell me what the fuck masculine is, because you cannot point to it. Because Dwayne Johnson gets pedicures, and if you want to tell me that man is not masculine, you can go suck your toe. That fool got his own show on picking up heavy shit. To add on to that, when did anyone ever say that? Oh, wearing a dress is feminine. Or when did it ever say that playing football is masculine? When was that ever put into the history of that thing? Or was it that people just saw, oh, well, woman's always wearing it, so that must be feminine. And I, I see this a lot with, with my kids who are, who are four and five years old. When a boy wants to wear a dress and he gets shit from a couple of kids who are like, well, only girls wear dresses. And I have to correct them because they have been taught by stupid adults that only girls can wear dresses. Or when I have a girl student who, want, who says, I'm going to be a cop when I grow up. And they go, no, only boys can be cops or whatever, firefighter. And I have to tell them, no, girls can be whatever they want. Boys can be whatever they want. You could wear whatever you want. You're still you. So this whole idea that you got to be masculine or feminine is the biggest plate of bullshit burger I've ever heard of. And that's what I was telling to Extreme. When he brought that up, all up, I was like, okay, but why does a fraternity need to be masked? I don't understand that. Why can't mm-hmm. it have femininity in it? Because like I said, femininity, and I'm going to be honest with you, women are more stronger than men. Oh, a thousand times. No question, motherfucking ass. Uh-huh. Women are more stronger than men. No motherfucking question to ask. Because anytime, anytime you, you confront someone and say, well, tell me what's masculine, and they go, oh, being aggressive. So women can't be aggressive? Oh, what's feminine? Uh, being sensitive. So men can't be sensitive? It's just a stupid idea. And the fact that we're still in 2020 and you guys are are 21, 20 years old, dealing with this shit, I can't even... Why is it still a motherfucking question? That is my... If my parents... My parents are religious-ass people. My dad is Muslim. My mom is a strong-ass Christian. They are so strong in religion. I have came out and they chose to accept me. And literally, when I mean they chose to accept me, they could have kicked me out of their motherfucking house because they both believe that, yes, it was a sin. And each time when I bring up the whole fact of, when did you ever figure out that she was straight? Guess what? A fucking bell ringing in the head. Did it ring instantly? No. My mom asked me after a year, this threw me off. And this is how you know I wasn't even ready for it. My mom asked me, so have you had a boyfriend? Or are you like looking into any guy? You know how awkward and how surprised I was that my mom, before a whole year even hit, she asked that, but y'all can't get your shit together. The whole point and the whole fact why we are going to continuously grill you and I won't let this shit go down. I don't care if I graduate fucking ASU, I would still be fucking talking about this shit and still be bringing it up. You guys should be past this. You guys keep 
stretching out. We're the first multicultural attorney, but yet you guys can't be multicultural. Fix it. Because there are multiple multicultural fraternities that are having drag shows. That are okay with brothers doing cross-dressing and all this. Get over it. Get over yourself. Get over your bigotry. You guys are thinking as a singularity. And that's what I'm going to say because there are some brothers, and I'm not going to lie, there are some brothers in Cali who do want, who are okay with the drag show. You guys are still assholes. Don't think you're getting off. You guys are still assholes because you guys don't want to speak up when we're speaking up. But my whole thing is... You guys are acting as a singularity in putting one person's ideals forward and not looking at the whole piece of the motherfucking pie to understand that you guys are not acting like a multicultural fraternity. You guys are acting like you are some company who needs to make sure that everyone's thinking as a high mind and everyone's on the right one. Because if you go against us, then we're going to treat you like you're the enemy. And you could do that. But sooner or later, just like how much Trump got caught up in his shit and he got exposed, you're about to get the same motherfucking result. And when it happens, don't go try to cry or try to do some bullshit workshop, this LGBTQ workshop, where I'm going to call it bullshit. Not the lady that's doing the work. Your shit ain't bullshit. You doing actual work. But mm-hmm. him trying to host this workshop that is complete bullshit, that ain't going to fly. And it's not this whole world to resolve your little safe net. Because as you can see, you still have not changed in any type of way. That's clear. And, and you're saying this conversation just today when he says drag isn't masculine. You still haven't learned shit. Literally, you are rough thing. drag queens who be walking around with fucking big ass muscles. Not giving yeah. a fuck. They're, oh and if my you're God. saying drag is not masculine, then what about the drag queens? And drag, not drag queens, drag kings. Because that's mm-hmm. girls dressing up as men. That's not masculine. Really, check yourself. Learn. Stop yeah. trying to find different paths of trying to avoid something you feel uncomfortable. Now I'm going to state this, and then I'm going to shut up. If you feel like you need to be comfortable your whole life, then you ain't living. Be uncomfortable. Feel mm-hmm. uncomfortable. And I'll be honest, when the whole Black Lives Movement happened, I felt uncomfortable. You know why? Because my ass has been so fucking stuck in fucking being used to the racism and the bigotry in this world that I felt uncomfortable, that I was comfortable with that. Get out of your safety zones. Your mama, your daddy, your grandpa, no one's going to be able to hold you in this world. Only you. And if you can't get uncomfortable, bitch, you about to get eaten up by this world because this world is a cold, cold world and people don't look back for you. And I'm saying that I my love and care for you guys as my brother. Because even though you guys are assholes, and I'm going to call you guys assholes, you guys still my brothers, and I'll still show my care for you. Just like one of our brothers on Facebook, he was saying, oh, why is this seen as um, a bad comment on transgenders? He asked why. And guess what? I explained fully. Not one of you guys have came up to ask, hey, what about this drag show? What about this? None. Y'all keep going through extreme trying to say, they need to educate us. They need to educate us. We're not going through extreme to educate you. If you want to be educated, show that you want to be educated. Because we ain't going to go and teach people who don't want to be taught. Can I ask you, why did you think it was okay? Like, why do you, why do you think we should have been allowed to have a drag show? Like, why do you think it falls under the multicultural idea? You know what? To be honest... I feel like I don't. I don't no, I'm not saying that. I'm just going to say, to be honest with you, I really could care less. Mm. Because I... 
have never been somebody who's been oh yeah drag shows like i know plenty of people who go up for them and i mean it's cool it's not personally my thing but it doesn't have to be that's part of you know being a multicultural organization you have events where okay this might be something that somebody else you know finds interesting or you this might be something that you can learn from and that's why you put it on it doesn't have to be something that you you know necessarily are going to be you know super gung-ho about or you have to be 100 percent into i personally could care less like if they wanted me to participate in it i would have been like okay if you know me i'm always just like why am i here anyways but <laughs> but i would have done it just because this is the chapter this is who you know who I'm helping out because, you know, these are my brothers who, you know, need my assistance. I would have done it. I would have probably complained about it the whole time just because it, whatever, but I don't feel like it was anything that needed to be like, hold on a second. We need to get uh, approval from higher ups before we put on this because how dare you decide to put on a wig and makeup? Like, wait, mm-hmm. what? Do you see, um, any way of this being fixed? I mean, I, I probably like reconciliation. I mean, I, I don't, I, I try to see. What, I don't I, because re, at some point they said that they would just start a ch- start oh up Zeta. My God, they did. Yeah. Just because they, they said the actives here or the Neos here said they weren't going to recruit. They morally okay with that. feel that it was okay to bring in people when this much drama was going on, especially this type of drama. Governing board and Regan were like, well, then we'll come there. That was when they were like, we're going to come here and have a meeting and recruit, do recruiting and things like that. And I'm like, you're not going to get help from the current chapter that's here. And you're going to try and recruit brothers here mm-hmm. When you have brothers that live here and go to the school that you're recruiting at, it's not going to work. Like it's understandable if the chapter dies and then a, a few years later the governing board's like, "Hey, we're gonna come down there. We're gonna hit it hard and try and bring the chapter back." Right. We aren't dying by having lack of members, even though that is an issue of us that we've had for a while, we're dying off purposely because of, because of the governing board's decision of being not what we view as multiculturalism. So when they said, when they told us that, that they're going to recruit and pledge a line that's not going to work. Like no. we would, how would they be Zeta then? They wouldn't be Zeta chapter at all because there's uh, brothers that are still going to the fucking school to live here. Yeah, those guys are eventually going to ask, hey, so what happened to all the brothers that were here before? Yeah. They're eventually going to start looking around on Facebook, Instagram, whatever. And then find us and be like, why are you guys not a part of this anymore? What happened? Yeah. You think we were all just going to die? Like, what did you think was going to happen? Yeah. If you started recruiting new people? 
the Neos are still going to ASU. They don't graduate for another year or whatever. You've alienated a chapter. It's not... It, this whole thing was just ridiculous. You know, DJ asked me, he was talking to me, I feel bad if, if the chapter dies off because of us. And I said, well, no, this is not because of you. Yeah. This is us standing up for ourselves. And if, as a founder, if this is why the chapter ends, is us standing up for what we believe in, then I'm fine with it. Like I've told all you guys, we found each other. We have each other in our lives. It's more than the chapter active status. I personally think I'm going to get de-lettered after this from what I've heard of people coming out against their org. They get de-lettered for talking about stuff publicly. But you guys are still my, my family. You guys are still my brothers. We all said, okay, we'll play this game of theirs. Mm-hmm. But we had also, all of us at that table, because we were at lunch in Tempe at that, we had all said like, we'll all give up our letters. It's right. not our letters don't define uh, define who we are. We define what the letters what are. What the letters are, yeah. That's that's beautiful. And but mm-hmm. like I say, Zeta's just gone. Like we're blackballing all of Zeta. We're still brothers. Like we're still a family here. Bonds that we have aren't gonna just go away because you delettered us. It's what it is. And I think if they deletter you, and this is the thing, like if you if they be letter one of the founders of our chapter, it's going to be a cascading effect of people saying, "Fuck you, here's our letters," and I just don't see them like they're not winning anything. But their idea of have have only black events in February, have only these specific cultural events when it's their month. Well, now we're pandering. Now we're Target. Like, now we're Walmart. What? What? We yeah. should have the events anytime because we're multicultural. It should just be... Um, if we want to have an event, we just have an, an event. Yeah. And- I hope when people hear this, I hope there's attention on it. Uh, even if it's not, we at least got to tell our story. Brothers, like 10 years from now, and if there's no Zeta chapter, they're, well, what happened? But GB will get to control the story right it's the winners of of history that get to write what happens but if this podcast is out on the internet and they google zeta chap um they'll find it our side of the story will will always live on so to speak and it won't just be their side of the story it sucks because for 10 years you view yourself as like, yeah, I'm Epsilon Sigma Rho. I take pride in being in being able to call myself a brother of Epsilon Sigma Rho. We've always had a bumpy relationship with California, but it just sucks when this happens and now it's okay. Uh, 10 years went it's down the drain. It's gone. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't see it able to reconcile like if you come back and say oh hey we're going to we're going to support you fully behind this it's like Mm -hmm. but did you get rid of the members that caused this Mm -hmm. think that those members did wrong by alienating an entire chapter because we're standing in solidarity and 
they now have to live on with saying you lost an entire chapter. Like it's a stain that shouldn't have ever happened. The last question is, do you see any sort of reconciliation? The undergrads are like, we're done. They asked me and I said, I can't ask you to recruit. Like morally, I don't feel right. You guys don't feel right bringing people in to a fraternity that doesn't truly accept them. No, Dean, their goal is to uh, recruit someone opposite of them. Oh, that's supposed to be the goal. Yeah. So it would fit. It should fit. You know, so someone that is anti, no, someone that's um, homophobic, someone mm-hmm. that's, you know, transphobic, that's opposite of that person. Right. So that's what you're supposed to recruit. What Jeremiah is talking about is this initiative that we were supposed to uh, tell the undergrads that they're supposed to recruit opposite of them, which is such a, a kindergarten Racist, discrimination, sexist, it's all kinds of things. It's everything. People are so complex that to think that you could just go opposite you cannot even if someone's white are they straight are they muslim are they christian do they come from a single parent household are they polygamists i mean because someone opposite to me would be a horrible person i can't even think about it where do you start what if they're black but straight is that opposite what if they're white but gay like where does the opposite start and where does the see exactly (sighs) you're right if we're talking about opposites i believe in freedom so i'm looking for a white supremacist person obviously because that is the opposite of freedom am i right that's That's opposite but can he dance you want to say it's extreme or not nope he can't dance okay then yeah that sucks whether you can say it's extreme or not but those are two things i believe in freedom someone that doesn't believe in my freedom that's completely opposite it's such a a stupid stupid fucking stupid just stupid it sounds stupid what if i'm democrat and they're republican but they're still filipino <laughs> they're still pansexual oh uh, they may not be opposite enough they're not is that not opposite enough but they're no, catholic it's just like, one opposite though like how many opposites do i need how many oh, opposites can right? opposite three opposite? opposites or two opposites <laughs> do we stick it's, with a five opposite so how stupid so yeah the undergrads i mean the chapter's done but do you see any reconciliation to this? Any sort of way where the undergrads or that GB or Regan himself could say, hey, we do this as an apology and then the undergrads are cool with it. Right. That was, that's like, the what, worst you, part. There was no apology. Anything? There's still not. There was no apology because like, honestly, it was a form of discrimination. It was a form of like that. It was so fucking horrible. And, and no one had the nerve to apologize. The only thing that everyone kept saying is, I don't know why they're whining. I don't know why mm-hmm. they're crying. I don't know why they're bitching. Whatever you wanted to say. And no form of apology. Well, then why don't you stop whining and crying about trying to be free and the police doing what the police is doing and all that shit. Then you stop whining and just like they said. You know, brother, I'm talking about. So now you've just discriminated this whole group, this whole chapter. Do you see any resolution to this? Or is it just done? God, honestly, no, I I don't. I'm. Yeah, I can't imagine what they would do. But see, it's not even do because, like, I'm already. It's so fucking. It's so tainted that I can't. I don't know what could be done or said, and at this moment, because mm-hmm. everything is so business in mind instead of for who the person is. No one feels comfortable. 
come on, come on, we're having this event. Come, come talk to us. No, bitch, no one wants to come talk to you because we talked to you seven fucking times and always end in a fucking argument and you always say stupid, ignorant shit. And mm-hmm. why do people need to keep coming to hear your stupid, ignorant shit? If you find out someone's a racist, are you going to keep going over there? Why would you? Why the fuck would you? You have no connection with them. It already got destroyed once you think they're a racist. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's, it's their job to come and to you as a minority to emphasize that they are not to try and get your approval because of the fact that they the one put that frustration and issues on you instead of the other way around. I don't think it, I don't, we're dealing with macho, macho men that only care about issues that involve them. Meaning if it's issue with race, it has, that's involves them. That's it. All they care about is, Oh, no, we said it. We'll do it. We'll do it. Yeah, you can do this. And like you said, the biggest thing is educating. You don't think they really got it. And I agree. I don't think they got it. I think what happened was things either probably were said to them or maybe because of the fact that we weren't doing anything because we, we were going to be like, you know, just fuck it. Bye. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We had to give an ultimatum instead of them just being like, I need to understand this brother. Mm-hmm. This is my brother. It became business. It's not even a, the one thing. Ugh, I can't. No, I can't. For me, no. I don't want anything to do with. I, that's why I don't. No, I don't talk to anybody. I'm okay. Yeah. I don't have. I have zero tolerance. Yeah. You can be your racist, sexist, homophobic, dragophobic, whatever you want to be, all over there. I don't care. You're not that important to me. You know me, I always try to find some sort of light at the end of the tunnel and I, I don't yeah. I do not see one. I was actually it, shocked about that. Cause you do. I sometimes yeah. I'd be ready to punch the shit out of you because I yeah. was like I don't know I don't know what light you see. It's I, as dark as the light that turned off. The it's earlier. a gift and a curse. I don't see one and I'm I think I was texting you, but I was like, I'm expecting to get delettered. But when's the last time you see me in letters? Four years ago. <laughs> it was 84 in, years. In Miami. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. Or New York. Again, I don't want to be a part of an organization that don't care about me. Mm-hmm. Like I said, that creator said that that right there, that really, that rubbed me completely wrong way. Because I was just like, it's like being in this country and trying to be a proud American when America don't like you. So it, it's a sad combination of old brothers stuck in their ways and young brothers who are either too scared or too dumb to ask any kind of questions. <laughs> you're going to go with dumb? Is that what you said? <laughs> I'm going to go with dumb. <sighs> if you're scared, you're dumb too. This is the equivalent of both. I don't kidding. know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just Oh, I said I had this like fantasy that they were like, "All right, Regan's gone. Then is that enough for you guys?" And I go, "No, because there's still people on GB who agree with him. You have to get rid of everybody, right? You can't just get rid of Trump. You have to get rid of ah. every motherfucker in the damn thing." Candace Owen. I'm gonna cut this out. <laughs> I just had two more questions or things. You said, Regan said, 
that he he didn't know that we wanted a brother to perform in drag. Yeah, can he you? He said that he didn't know we wanted to have a drag show. He thought we wanted a performer, which that's the complete bullshit. Because we always said we wanted a drag show mm-hmm. from the beginning. How this all started is we said we wanted a drag show, not a drag performer, a drag show. So that was just complete bullshit. I'm not even talking on that because that was just a dumbass comment. Last question. Do you see a reconciliation? The only way they could fix this is if they came out and said, yes, we were wrong and we want to officially apologize. And I want like a letter post on social media to show that, yes, you were in the wrong. You guys did do some things that were wrong. Because the things that why I want to post on social media is because not only when we did post that thing on social media, people backlash on us. LSG started yelling at us. LSG, some LSG stopped being our friends. Because oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, some LSG stopped being our friends because they thought we were just talking shit about our fraternity. I don't want you guys to admit that, one, you guys were in the wrong, two, that you guys apologized about that and truly apologizing, not that bullshit, fake-ass shit, because I'm getting sick of the fake-ass bullshit lies here. Apologies. So I'm sick of that. And then, literally, I want them to be quite honest. Educate yourself. Not asking others to do it. Educate your actual selves. You guys ask the fraternity, get together, not with Zeta, get together on yourself, or maybe with Zeta, if we really, like, feel like dealing with this shit again. But I'm, like, I'm telling you, I'm not gonna, I'm done. <laughs> I'll like, speak for I, DJ I, and I, say that he's done, too. <laughs> <laughs> but y'all get together and educate yourself. Actually have sessions. Make it required, not this, oh, was well, optional. Make it required. When people join into the fraternity, educate them say you must go through this workshop of learning about this to ensure that this does not happen again because when i say i have felt so belittled not as far as dj because dj he has had it the worst i put that to god himself i am proud to see this boy doing the things that he's doing right now after going through this for a whole entire year i truly want you not only and i want a specific apology to dj too that's an honest opinion. I'm going to speak specific apology to DJ too. Educate yourself on it and then learn from it. And all those who refuse, they get delettered. They don't choose to get, have letters. Because do you want someone to represent your fraternity who are basically saying those people's lives? Yes, lives don't matter. Mm-hmm. So until those four things are really fixed, I don't see no other way to heal this because we tried it their way. Then we went our way. And at this point, they're just showing that they have power. There's no other way to take it because we're done. Mm -hmm. Like we are officially done. I am about to graduate in a year. I don't want to deal with this bullshit. And I already said, I'm not dealing with my senior year is my year. Mm -hmm. And that's what I'm saying to God himself. I'm not dealing with it. I don't give a fuck if this workshop doesn't even help you. I'm not dealing with it. Don't call my phone. Don't text me nothing. <laughs> I would be like, sorry, wrong number. Do what y'all feel will be resolved for you. Then move on. Because at this point, I'm pretty sure you left. You lost Arizona. Because none oh, Arizona's of us gone. bullshit. <laughs> and that was one of the biggest things. We kept telling them, and I know Austin, I think was a little more vocal about it, that you're going to lose your only chapter outside of California. Why won't you listen? For, for someone acting like they've got a big dick as a fraternity, we don't. 
The betas have way nope. more chapters. OD5 has way mm. more chapters. Lambda Theta Phi has way more chapters. We should not be separating and dividing and telling people that their identity doesn't matter. Now they've just, they lost, the they lost U of A. They lost ASU now. And this is the whole reason why, and let's be honest, they're losing other chapters because last time I checked, Beta's not even active right now. Beta's not they don't active. Have no in Beta. So you guys keep acting like you were this big dick just because you're the first multicultural fraternity, but you're the smallest one out of all of them. So you kind of have a small penis. And then second of all, you're losing chapters within your own fraternity. So to cry on it, you're causing your own self-destruction. Yeah. Like, get it together. There shouldn't be a reason why you guys, at all times, you should be trying to work together and be like, okay, well, this is an issue. And it seems like they're still talking about it. After we have our first conversation, everything didn't go as it is. And they're still talking about this. Maybe we should readdress this. Maybe we aren't looking at this in a good light. If you see that people are still fighting about it after a whole year and they still said they're sick of it and don't want to deal with this, and there's maybe you should see that you are in the wrong light. Because no one's going to keep fighting for something and be sick of it and still fighting for it. No exactly. one's going to do that. That means that these people want to see this change and we don't. And I'm going to be honest. I care for the fraternity, to be quite honest, because I like what we stand for. But I won't blink another eye if I see it fucking go. Because mm-hmm. at least I know the negativity that was in those existing colleges can at least be disappeared. I would love to see this organization keep on going. But I'm not going to keep fighting for an organization that don't fight for me. And I, I think you <laughs> you put it how I how I would put it. You know, I, I hope they grow from it. Unfortunately, Truly. it's going to have to be without us. Thank you for your, your words. Thank you. And I'm happy that we're able to talk about this and we're able to exposed for what's going on because I feel like every single time when we talk about this it's either somehow get erased or it turns into this big deal so I'm happy that finally we are able to note this and they can't do nothing about it I'm curious to see what they they try to pull if it's like we're gonna sue they can't, uh, they can't really it's my it's my podcast freedom of speech freedom of speech right I don't know it'll be interesting to see their reaction to it, but hopefully they they react to it in a oh fuck we really did something wrong, we should do something about it and not be like well fuck them, let's retaliate. Did you have any other thoughts feelings? Yeah, I guess just like my last few thoughts would honestly just for the most part I'm looking looking at you know everything you know retrospectively and also in like the future sense like. I just genuinely feel like my Greek experience was robbed from me from being like added and included into this amazing family to then get met by some shitty closed minded ass extended family. You know what I'm saying? So then it just seems like I'm getting put back into this box or getting put back into this place of not of complacency of not accepting and loving and being myself and not a hundred percent, you know, bringing everything that I have, everything that I am to the table. Like, I think my final thought would just be, I really want to know in what planet, society, and or psychological book has it ever been written that sexual orientation or being gay or being queer is a choice or a physical thing that can be left at the door. That's what I have to say. Regan, you know damn well you were wrong as fuck for saying that. For you to sit there and try to say, oh, even though we have gay brothers that are actively a part of GB and come to these appointments, like come to these appointments or meetings or whatever the fuck you want to call them, 
want to sit here and say, oh, when they come to these things and we come as brothers, we leave personal choices like being gay at the door. Like, oh, oh, sorry. Come here, purse chihuahua. Chill out here. When people play nice with everyone else. Like, no. That's Let not me go put that... my gay down. Hold on. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's not how that works whatsoever. Because I can guarantee you, you don't leave your straight at the door. I can guarantee you when you go and hang out with brothers, I can guarantee you y'all not leaving y'all straight at the door. I can guarantee y'all, even if y'all are hanging out with queer brothers or brothers that identify as gay, I can guarantee y'all there is not one moment, inkling, or second where y'all are thinking, you know what? Let me put my heterosexualism at the door so we can have these open-minded conversations because they're not open-minded. Y'all conversations are not open-minded. Do you see any reconciliation or are we done? Um, currently, no. I currently don't see any reconciliation. Until I get a legitimate, a legitimate apology from not only Reagan, but anybody, like, when I, legitimately anybody else that said some outside, out-the-box, out-of-pocket-ass shit to me, about me, about my identity, about me as a person, because I didn't fucking deserve any of that shit. To get treated like shit and get shot on, I went through enough of that shit in middle school and high school. I'm fucking a college student about to graduate summa cum laude and probably about to be a whole ass middle school teacher by the time I'm 21. So like, I don't have fucking time for this shit. I've been brought through way too much to sit here and get degraded and get disrespected like that. Especially Mm -hmm. after all the things I've done for my community, myself, and also the people around me. You don't get to do that. You don't get to sit here and try to de-characterize me. You don't get to sit here and compartmentalize me after I've grown, grown way too far for any box to fucking hold me.